It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Let me bang I do let you bang. Let me bang it. Let you bang. Let you bang. Greetings, Mary Virgins. Go for Jesus. Go for Jesus. Gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Hey, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. It's the big day, people. The big day you guys have all been waiting for. Our podcast. Uh, <laughs> Let's stay on stay on point. There's nothing else going on in the world except for this podcast. Uh, so uh, it's been. I've been. What did I do? Last couple of days, I've been with my kid. Obviously, I take her to the park every day. And I, I thought about you, Greg, in this situation because I'm at the park and my kid. First of all, and so you're going. Hey, look, a turtle! A turtle! <laughs> so this is like the playground, the, the different park. Somebody lets okay. the dogs pee in the playground. So now it smells so bad. Like I'm actually happy oh. with my mask, right? Cause like every day it's that stench. So my, but, but, my, my kid's on like the slide, she can go by herself and there's like two other kids. And one little kid, this little cute, like three-year-old fell down and started crying. So I look at the woman next to me. I'm like, hey, I think your son is crying. Uh, I think he, I'm like, your, your, your son fell. And she's like, that's not my son. And we look around, there's nobody else around. So somebody let their three-year-old or maybe even two you know, play by himself. And I'm oh like, boy, oh. that's some 1970s shit. So now me and my daughter are walking to the other side of the playground and I see a woman in a stroller, like in her kid's stroller, like basically just like taking a nap. Chilling in the stroller. And I go, is that your son over there? She's like, yeah, why, what happened? I'm like, he fell. And she's like, Jacob, Jacob, like just, are you okay? I'm like, really? This is this is parenting now. Like you're in. That's that's what we're doing. Um, well, that, that, you know, I always say. I mean, see those things. You waited till you were a career comedian. You had, you know, your life was set up, and then you had kids. It seems like all the wrong people have kids <laughs> right off the bat. Like I'm amazed that Joe doesn't have like we know. I'm surprised he doesn't have like nine kids already. I might because all. <laughs> I might. It's like, a high I, possibility. You know, how I don't have kids is all, well, I mean, and that's like, who knows? Maybe somewhere out there, who knows? Well, you adopt a so, dog or a cat. They come to your house. They look at your house. They go, okay, are you a, are you a good enough pet owner? A lot of adopted. Yeah. You have a kid, you leave the hospital, you're on your own. Like, like they give you nothing. They don't even give you, they're not even a book or like a guideline. Like they should at least, you should have a test. There should be a test. Like you want to have a kid. Yeah, I mean, you have to take a test to drive a car. It seems like parenting would be. <laughs> yeah, like the test should be like, are you on TikTok? And if you say yes, you can't have a kid. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so then, right? So then, uh, so then I look over yesterday at the playground. There's this little cute kid who looked, the father looked like, and the kid 
Like one of the, what was that hockey movie back in the day, Slapstick? Mighty Ducks? No, was it Slapstick? Uh, Slapshot? Slapstick, yeah, Slapstick, the classic with uh, Paul Newman, I think. Yeah, remember with the kids, the guys with the, the glasses, those two? Yeah, the, the brothers. Yeah, yeah. like put on the foil every game, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Wisniewski brothers or something like that? Yeah, the father and the three-year-old look exactly like those brothers, right? And, uh, <laughs> and the father is playing the guitar, like following his kid around with the guitar. So the kid had like a soundtrack. Uh, and, and the father was like, <laughs> and the father was a good guitar player, like a legitimately like, he was probably, I'm sure he's in a band or something. Uh, but I'm like, who is this? Is this because the kid has anxiety and needs music around him or something? Like, like what is this? I think the dad found a way to kill two birds with one stone. That's what that sounds like. Like he's like, all right, but I'm gonna practice my music while I do it. So he just, he, yeah, he probably just soundtracks the kid. Just like <laughs> the kid starts doing something dangerous. He's like, exactly. here we go. But now all the kids are just staring at the father because, like, what? The, like, like now there's seven kids. He has like a whole audience now. Uh, I was gonna say though, in the pandemic, listen, a crowd's a crowd. Crowd's a crowd. <laughs> and then last night, my daughter like. I, you know, she was overtired. So we, you know, did we he finish the set by asking the kids' parents to Venmo and tips? <laughs> <laughs> kids, if you like my song, send your parents to Venmo me. Dude, it was like, and now, now I'm, I'm like recording the father because I can't wait to show my wife this at home. And now he thinks I'm an idiot because I'm like, I'm the guy, you know, but I'm like, how? So, uh, meanwhile, so last night my daughter would not go to sleep, like midnight, one o'clock jumping on the bed and we put her in our bed because every time you put her in the crib, she would wake up and stand up and then she cries till she throws up. So now she's like singing, shoe fly, don't bother me. Like every song she knows at like 1231 and then jump and go, wanna play, wanna play Barbie? No, I don't wanna play Barbie. You know, just one after another. And she wakes up five in the morning going, I peed, I peed, I peed. Like, <laughs> so now there's a big, you know, pee stain. So I'm like, okay, I got it, I got it, I got it. So. I get up to like change her diaper and then I go into the kitchen and of course there's dog shit in the kitchen. So now it's like, so now I'm on the way to clean my kid shit and kid pee with dog, I could go around the dog shit and my bunny, we have a bunny, you know, and I left the bunny around the house. The bunny now poops in the cat litter, which is nice of him or her. <laughs> he literally would go in the cat litter, but now the cats get mad. So the cats now shit outside the cat litter. So oh my god. So now there's like just shit everywhere. This is this is my day. This is my day this morning. This is like three hours, four hours. I, I was just yeah, so that's what I'm dealing with right now. That's very I similar to my you, life. Not, yeah, I was gonna say you're not making marriage and or uh, parenting look fantastic right now. This is not a PSA uh, uh, for those institutions, that's for I, sure. I have not had a bad day since I had a child. My kid is the best thing. Every day is 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 a is a blessing, honestly. Yeah, and she is adorable too. She's wonderful. She's a cutie pie. Guess, Joe, do you want to? We dog, Do you want to have kids? Uh, eventually, not anytime soon. Yeah. Eventually. She hasn't yeah. figured out that I've like failed already, you know. And then like you know, she hasn't figured out that I'm like you know. She thinks I'm like the best. She hasn't figured out that I'm not the best yet, you know. So I'm not looking forward to that age where she realizes, you know. Uh, dad is a yeah. Shut up, Dad. Okay, Dad. <laughs> Let's go check Facebook again, Dad. And then my cat, my cat. Now like, we open the door now, and the cat. Uh, we have this white. We have three cats, but the white fluffy one runs outside, and there's a black cat that like like has escaped with her. They spend the night together across across thing, and he's it happened to be a nice black cat. Like he's a gentleman. He comes back, 
But now, like, uh, <laughs> old, I don't know. Anyway, so uh, how are you doing, Greg? Wean Dog, what's going on? Fantastic, dude. Doing great. All right, thanks. Uh, Greg, you <laughs> Oh, man, listen my, listen, my Cowboys are having the most 2020 season in all sports. It's one thing after the other. Dak gets his foot ripped off. Dalton gets knocked out. Now, so we put in this guy, Danucci, which I was excited. <laughs> I was like, hey, Danucci! Danucci is going in! And he was terrible. I ordered him a pizza for nothing. And so now I'm hoping Dalton comes back from a concussion. He gets COVID. So uh, it's like, forget it. You know what? This year, we're, we're just, we're tanking for Trevor at this point. I don't know what we're doing, but. What are you doing for Halloween? Done, so the, what do you do for Halloween? Nothing. Oh. Zero. Same. So my friend, Nothing. my friend Lisa D'Amato, who won America's Next Top Model. She's got kids. She's a sweetheart. She's like, hey, I'm having, I'm hosting this Halloween scavenger hunt in the park. And she's a huge Trump supporter. She's a huge, like, uh, she, she's, a, you know, she's, a, she's really into Black Lives Matter. You know, she's her, her one of the, her Instagram is all Black Lives Matter, anti-Trump, blah, blah. And, well, she's anti-Trump. Anti- I was going to say, you said Trump yeah. supporter. Yeah, no, no, no. She hates Trump. She hates Trump. <laughs> I was going to say, because when you said she's a Trump supporter and Black Lives Matter, I was like, okay, now she's the most, how does she work this out in her brain? This is, I got to know. By the way, Greg, can you lower your volume? Because some reason it's like screeching a little bit, right? I think it's the, uh, your, your headphones, your earplugs are using your, uh, as the microphone. You can use like your phone's mic. Or something. Uh, okay, let me let me try that then. Okay, yeah. so, uh, so Lisa's a big anti-Trump uh, and big Black Lives Matter. She's the sweetest woman I know. Like, super cool. Just a really, really fun, like, just a really good person, right? So uh, she's like, oh, I'm hosting this thing in the park. I'm like, great, we'll bring Violet. She, she asked, is Violet coming, blah, blah, blah. And then I was gonna bring my, my friend Glozell and her daughter. So then day of the thing, she goes, hey, I ha- I'm not gonna be there. I'm like, why? She's like, well, QAnon, they, uh, they, they're accusing me of eating babies. <laughs> and, uh, and now I'm actually scared because they made threats on my life. And, and I'm like, so now Glozell's like, are we going? And I'm like, no, I'm not going anymore. She's like, why not? I'm like, uh, because the person in charge has been accused of eating babies. Uh, so this is like 2020, I mean, in any other year, like, like, could you, could, would this even make sense? Uh, so she did actually drop off a nice thing for my daughter, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, we can't go to the park because like, okay, so if anybody knows Lisa D'Amato, I know her, she does not eat babies, okay? Uh, that you know of, yeah, that no, you know. No, no, she doesn't eat babies. But like, what, what is going on? I mean, it'd be nice to be like that level of a celebrity tour. You can use that as an excuse to get out of things. Like guys, I'd love to come to the party tonight. But I've just been accused by QAnon for the fifth time this week that I eat children and I was on Epstein's Island. It's all bullshit, but I can't make any appearances this week. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I mean, it's on the surface, but it's not funny because, you know, this they're making real threats on our life. I mean, that's not yeah. funny at all. No, it's not. And that's funny. not fair. Just some stupid website says some bullshit about you. And now people are threatening your life. I mean, this is not this is not cool, man. And it's not fair. And it's oh. total bullshit. Oh, 100%. Uh, by the way, did you watch the Trump rally last night? No, unfortunately, no. I didn't. Well, poor There's ben too Ask- many goddamn rallies. He does like well, four rallies a day. Well, I was, well poor Ben Ask- <laughs> because Ben Askren keeps getting mentioned in these Trump rallies. Uh, because what happened was Mosfidal showed up to support Trump. And 
Trump's up there and he's like, you know, this guy Mastodal, I was at I was at the I was at the fight and Dana White, he's like, you know, I love Dana White. He told me, you know, you gotta see this guy fighting Masvidal. He's uh he's a young, upcoming superstar, he's handsome, he's built. I'm like, that's Ben Askren? Like young <laughs> upcoming superstar and handsome, like and built. He's like got the dad bot of the he goes, and then the fight happened and what was it? One second he knocked him out, and then Masvidal's like five. They're like five, and everyone's cheering. So Ben Askren, who I think at one point, or maybe even is a Trump supporter, uh, I thought he was. I thought he was very. I thought he was. Yeah. Now he's so he actually changed his Twitter handle to young upcoming superstar. Like that's you know at least Ben has a good sense of humor about it. But can you imagine now? Like every time Trump goes on, and it keeps getting worse. He's got a six pack. <laughs> 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 like, long luxurious hair down to his knees that's about in line with his level of truth telling that sounds like, right and then then he goes and then then, then he brings on he goes there's a, there's a rapper here right he goes uh a huge superstar little pimp it was little uh, he calls him little pimp he invites, <laughs> he invites him on stage to speak little pump who like, you know, basically uh, raps about taking all kinds of, you know, drugs and this and that, and like just all this crazy shit. Uh, he, he, he like shot a music video in like a Catholic school and had all these chicks dancing and naked in it. And then like, it got to, like this dude could not, like little pump is now endorsing. I mean, this is like a Simpsons. The whole thing is crazy. We got Lil Pump, we got Lil Wayne, we got 50 Cent, you know, he's back and forth, but we'll take it. We'll take whatever we can, dude. <laughs> We, we got the whole squad and like, the, whole, the that. whole G unit. Kodak Black, he, he endorsed Trump. Uh, it's crazy. It, it's crazy. And then uh, Mike Perry endorsed Trump too. Mike Perry. Um, he's got Mike, Mike Perry endorsed Trump before he was even president. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went to Trump college. He bought Trump ice. He eats Trump steaks. <laughs> He's he's ground floor. Come on, Mike Flo Mike Perry's ground floor on the Trump trip. All right, so let's talk about the fights that happened last week. Uh, Anderson Silva, I think Anderson Silva should only fight three round fights if he still fights because he probably would have won. It would have been a draw at least uh, if it would have been three rounds. He would have won the first two, and then uh, you could say ten eight maybe was the third one, and we got knocked down and almost stopped. Um, but man. Um, I hope he doesn't fight again. I hope he doesn't go to Bellator or bare knuckle boxing or Mike Tyson's League of Legends. I hope it's a, it's a wrap because <laughs> it just doesn't. I love Anderson Silva. He had a great run. He, he was arguably the best of all time. What is he doing? He, I don't want to see him get knocked out anymore. Uh, yeah, and he looks old. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's not like he looks like he's old, but like still got it. He yeah. looks old. Yeah, he looks like slow. He was getting popped in the face. His eye was, you know, getting all knocked around. Like, no, I, I yeah, please. Anderson, he should just coach. Just coach. Run your school. You know, support young fighters. You, you know, whatever. But, but this visit, he needs to hang him up. Not, not only that, but uh, Uriah Hall seems like the kind of guy who gets. He's in the octagon, but he doesn't want to fight. Like it, he looks like so he's just there and someone's attacking him and then he knocks the person out. Like yeah. he only throws punches when someone comes at him. Like it, it was, I, I've never seen a guy like feel so bad about winning a fight before. Uh, he had like an apology written before the fight even started. I, it seems like he went. <laughs> he's like, a very I emotional like your, fighter. I like Uriah Hall a lot. 
I just don't know if he really has that killer instinct. It seems like he only wants to win after he gets fucked up or if someone attacks him. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. Uh, Don Fry, did you watch the fights last week? Don Fry? No, did not. I, um, I met the guy who shot Osama bin Laden. No, come on. Come and, on. Um, <laughs> you went to his restaurant. You went to the restaurant I, I and you met the guy. Again, three weeks in a row now you've done this. John, you know this is an MMA podcast, right? And every every week we talk about the fights that happen. Uh, what are you do what are you doing and not watching the fights? Oh shit, I don't know. I'm having fun chasing women or women chasing me. But aren't you in a wheelchair? Like who are you chasing? Yeah, I've, I've done fights. I know you're one of the best of all time. Yeah, you don't go down to the old. I go down to the old old folks' home, you know, and, and gather up the old broads, you know. <laughs> they, they can't run too fast. Oh my Good god! For you. You're, you're, Good you're, for you. Good for you. More dangerous than COVID. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so what happened was Anderson Silva uh, lost to Uriah Hall, um, and uh, he's 46 years old, and. Dana White even said he felt he felt bad putting him in there. Uh, he, he's always gonna he loves Anderson Silva, but he he didn't he wasn't that complimentary about Uriah Hall. He said he said Uriah Hall didn't throw many punches. What's gonna happen when somebody actually attacks him? Um, and I I, I kind of I'm kind of with Dana on that in a lot of ways. It's just uh, it didn't seem like Uriah Hall really he like he wanted to win the fight, but he didn't really want to hurt Anderson Silva. Um, did Don? Did you ever fight a guy that you didn't really want to hurt? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the second time I fought Coleman, you know, my heart just wasn't in it. You know, and just uh, all the all the hatred I had for the guy had just disappeared. You know, and I just wasn't there. I just, you know, my body was there, but nothing else. You know, heart wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, we see that all the time. I'll tell you whose heart was in there was Bryce Mitchell. This kid is, like, I, I, I called him Hillbilly Khabib. He's yeah, kid, he's got the same style. He's a kid from Arkansas. And uh, this guy, McMally MMA, said, like, I guess he grew up wrestling deer. And Khabib grew up wrestling bears. I guess if you want your kid to be a champion, throw him in a petting zoo or something. Because uh, <laughs> this dude has that gorilla strength. I mean... Andre Feely trains a team alpha male, which is you know predominantly wrestlers over there. Guys like Chad Mendez, your uh, yeah. favor. Uh, it was T.J. Dillashaw. I mean, but guys that are like Division One, amazing wrestlers. And he's been training that for a while. And this dude, every time he grabbed them, he took them down. Every, I mean, what eight takedowns, nine takedowns. I don't know if yeah. it was mental on Feely's part where he just fell apart or he had some kind of injury or something, but could be, this kid is uh, the real deal. He's 13 and 0. And I'll tell you what, after he won the fight, he, uh, he then made a, a huge speech about not wanting to wear masks about how, uh, the, can we pull that up? That, that uh, speech up, Joe, sure. I, actually, I actually sent it to you. Um, Greg, you didn't agree with his speech, right? I didn't see it. Really? Yeah. I, I uh, sent it to you. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, I, I guess I just I saw the, I saw I saw the headline and I was like, okay, that makes sense. 
Oh, okay. I didn't bother. I didn't really feel. I didn't feel the need to watch it. I could oh, okay. probably guess what he said in it, you know. Which yeah. you know, my thought is. He's a, what's that? Your thought is what? You were down at the old folks' home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was trying to try to get me some of that senior poon myself. What was, what was the oldest girl you ever hooked up with, Greg? Oh, it had to be in her fifties. I, I think there were a couple of uh, mature ladies in there. Yeah. And what about you, Wean Dog? Oldest? Yeah. Like 50. Remember, that's how I lost my virginity, dude. It was like to like a 50-year-old woman. Wow. Yeah, it was after you hit her car, right? No, after she hit somebody else's car in her car. But, you know, we've been over that story a few times on this podcast. Is that, is that, how, is that the only way you were going to give her a ride home? <laughs> <laughs> no. You're like, listen, I'll give you a ride home, but you got to give me a ride home. It was a wild night, and I regret it. Don, what was the oldest girl you ever hooked up with? Or made love to. Uh, had to be in her fifties, also, man. Crime and you know, I don't want to go too much older. <laughs> yeah, you'll break them. Yeah, when I was in my twenties, it was definitely like my four. Probably the girls. Yeah, hey, you gotta carry a bucket of grease. Uh, hey, you know, you know, some, <laughs> so, some of these older broads, you know, they 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 know what they want, you know. It's oh, like, they do. You know, they 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 have limited time. And they tell you like, all right, so uh, so uh, we uh, we know. Do you have a speech? Yeah, could you put a screen sharing on? All right, it's on. Let's do this it's right I here. I think my wife's about to come in here and give me a look. All right, so here we go. Ready? All right. Can you see it? Yeah, but I can't. I can't hear it. I think it's really low. No, can you? Uh... This is an eight-minute-long clip. Is there any specific? Uh, no, the one I sent to you. I I sent it to you via Twitter. All right. All right, so get so get this one out. All right, so uh, yeah, so Bryce Mitchell. He didn't watch. I'll tell you who looked also good. Nobody watches the shit you send them. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's actually true. I'll tell you who also looked good was your boy uh, Greg Hardy. Greg uh, Hardy, yeah. Oh my God, Greg Hardy, man. I mean, you know, when you got a guy. So okay, so uh, Don Fry, Greg Hardy's a guy that was. Amazing football player coming out of college. They were like saying he was the number one guy, top, you know, guy in the draft. He didn't do well in the Columbine. Uh, is it Columbine is called? Combine. Oh, Combine. Oh, Combine. Yeah, was, Col combine was something else in yeah, yeah, Combine. Right, Combine. Sorry about that. Oh. So, yeah, he didn't do well in Columbine. He got, he, he uh, got shot. Okay, so he didn't do well in the, in the, uh, in, in, in the Combine. And then he had to, uh, so, but then he ended up going in sixth round. But he was—he did really good. He was rookie. He—he he made the all rookie team. He was just awesome. But he had a domestic violence thing against him, where and the girl posted pictures, and they kicked him off the team. Only one. Uh, yeah, only one. <laughs> only one. They kicked him off the team. He, uh, but then the girl didn't show up to trial the second time. Uh, he got picked up by the uh, by the Cowboys. I guess he was doing pretty well for them, but then he got cut. The NFL just said, "Fuck it, this guy's," you know. Um, it's just too much of a liability. He went into MMA, won his first four fights, amateur fights by knockout, first five or six fights by knockout, has amazing power. Then head kicked a guy in the face illegally. Uh, the, the UFC signed him. He had an inhaler in between rounds, one of his fights without a, a hidden object. But anyway, now he fought Maurice Green. He lost to Volkov, but he looked okay there. And he just beat the shit out of this guy, Maurice Green. But Maurice Green, 
did not look good standing up. I mean, it yeah. seems like he didn't even know that there was allowed to have punching or kicking. I mean, he was, but Greg Hardy, he's going to be a problem because uh, his learning curve is so, you know, he started late, but that means he's going to get so much better versus the guy who started at like 15 years old and it sort of peaked out. And uh, I think it's obviously a guy like um, uh, Curtis Blades, I think we'll just run through him. Anybody that has really good wrestling is going to be a problem for Greg Hardy. But people with, like, limited wrestling, fuck. I mean, this dude hits like a, a mule. Uh, thoughts, Greg? Thoughts, Fry? Thoughts, Wayne Dog? What, what position did he play in college football? He was a defensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's a big boy. Oh, he's a How big motherfucker. He missed he weight. Came in over 300 yeah. initially when he joined UFC. And then now he's down <laughs> into, now he's like, what, 265, I think? Dude, he actually missed weight uh, the first time. And then, and then he actually made it uh, in the afternoon. He was going to be the first heavyweight to ever miss weight. Like, this is so crazy. Records. Uh, but he actually made weight. And now he's got Rashad Evans coaching him. He left American Top Team. He's got Rashad Evans and Dean Thomas coaching him. Dude, Rashad Evans looks different. Uh, we'll talk about that, uh, but but he's still ripped. He, I fucking love Rashad Evans. But I'm telling you, this guy Greg Hart, they all like him. They all like him, and uh, he, you know his whole thing was he said he basically was on trial via Instagram, and that the girl was trying to extort him, and he has a different story. I don't know what happened. I don't. I wasn't there. I know the girl had pictures. When somebody has pictures, that's not a good thing. Um, and if you're if you're a man and you're laying hands on a woman like that's not it's inexcusable uh but redemption is you know. really i argue with that i argue with that well look the girl has a bomb strapped to her and is running into a school and you knock her the fuck out and take and defuse the bomb i'm all for that right but if you're in an argument with somebody you know I mean, you ever talk to a woman? Woman? what you ever talk to a woman you're volatile they're, they have a bomb strapped between their ears. Okay, they're <laughs> All right, this is not. Uh, that is not. That is the crazy. These are Don Fry's opinions, Dude, not the opinions is... of me, Greg, or Ween Dog on the MMA run. Gotta, uh, we have to make no. We have to collect great Don Fry sayings and put out Don Fry T-shirts. <laughs> With all the proceeds going to Don Fry, so, well, women well, have well, a bomb well, strapped between their ears is a Don Fry classic. And we're, we're going to sell them to ISIS? Who's going to buy these? <laughs> like fucking oh, fans of fans of Don Fry. Yeah, the Taliban. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Brown will buy one. Uh, is Ike Turner still alive? Uh, he'll, he'll buy one. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you who looked good. Kevin Holland. Uh, he just big brothered this guy. That was yeah, scary, that dude. Was, that was whoa. scary. He, yeah, he basically knocked the guy out. He took him down. It wasn't even a. It was a takedown. He just picked him up, threw him, and his head collided with the other guy's head, and and the guy was out on, uh, just hitting the cage, hitting the floor, not even through a punch, just head on head out. Uh, have you ever had that done? What's that, bud? Have you ever been headbutted? Oh hell yeah, I've been that buddy. How do you think I was forced into marriage? <laughs> oh, there's another one. Oh man, we gotta we gotta keep track of these. I'm telling you, we need a Don Fry doll. 
Like, like, like you a, pull yes, the string. Yes. And it just like, says Don Fry stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like a Don Fry alarm clock. Wake up, you pussy. Uh, you know, like, like get out of bed, you whatever. So, uh, Bobby Green won his fight. Bobby Green won his fight. Bobby Green. Grab your and grab your stocks. Yes. All right. So we got Sherard Blackledge right here. Uh, he's a week late for the show. We booked him for last week. Uh, I'm going to grab my, grab my headphones real quick. This dude right off the mat, baby. <laughs> so you're here. And you came to my show Friday. Uh, thank you, by the way, for coming to my show, from my, my, my Zoom comedy show. Here's a guy who's coming to my shows for years. And he told me he was a fighter. And I, he's such a nice guy, an unassuming guy. I was like, oh, he probably trains, goes to classes once a week, twice a week. <laughs> this dude, I watch him in the LFA, undefeated. He wins on the contender series. He's, but he didn't get the contract, even though he won 30-27, which is bullshit. So he's got another fight next week on the contender. He's a bet. He's what? You're five and zero, six and zero, seven and zero. Five and zero. Five and zero, baby. O, uh, training. I didn't know on this show, Ned. Yeah, thank you. You're here with Don Fry, the legend, Don Fry. Oh. Uh, Greg Romero <laughs> Wilson and Ween Dog. Oh, hey guys, what's up? What's so, so, uh, so by the way, Sherrod, are you excited for next, uh, next Tuesday? Oh man, I can't wait! I can't wait. I'm feeling really good. I feel on fire right now. <laughs> what's gonna be different, uh, this fight than the last fight? Um, I mean, I get to go into it already, already coming off of a fight, so I mean, I'm in shape already. I'm just even better shape now. I mean, you look at Rip, look at Rip, man. Uh, now you're such a nice guy. Uh, you got a beautiful Filipino uh, girlfriend. Uh, yes, sir. You got everything going. No, this guy comes to my show, Greg. Right? He comes yeah. to my show with like with like seven of the whitest people. Like they were like Amish white, and he's like, "This is my family." And I, I, I was, I was very confused for a while. Uh, I was like, "What?" So. So you grew up, uh, your mom was white, dad was black? Yeah, my, my mom was white, dad was black. That automatically makes me racist. That makes me racist? Thank you, Don. Okay, so you grew up, you grew up in, uh, you grew up in Maryland? Yeah, Baltimore, Maryland. Grew up nice. in Baltimore, Maryland. Then I moved out here when I was, um, when I was 20 years old. Been out here for the last seven years. Wow. When did you start, when did you start training? I started training about five years ago. Do you, do, you, do, you, do you have any prior martial arts experience? Mm -mm. I mean, I, I took I took Taekwondo for like a month. And then, uh, but growing up as a kid, we were broke as hell. So we weren't able to do that for long. Wow. So you're, I know that feeling. Well, so you're 20 years old, move out to Vegas. Why you move to Vegas? Uh, just to get out of it, out of Maryland. I was, I was in a lot of bad shit. So I had to relocate or it was just going to go even farther downhill. Wow. Smart now, man. Yeah. Now, I was looking up your past. It says you were a former model. Uh, yeah, I, I do some modeling here and there. I do nice. some modeling here and there. All right. I do, too, but mine's for, like, microwave dinners. We get a Now, here you are, man. I mean, that's amazing that you just picked up martial arts, and five years later, you're in the UFC. That's yeah, almost I feel blessed. I feel blessed. I feel that blessed. There's a lot of a lot of hard work. A lot of hard work. A lot of sacrificing. I mean, with any everything that you do that's great or you become great at it, you have to put a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice in it. So I mean, I, I expected nothing but that, honestly. 
Uh, I knew that I was going to come into this and, and have to sacrifice a whole lot of my life, a whole lot of things that I wanted to do. And, and I mean, it paid off. I'm happy with it. A lot of bus rides, a lot of six hour bus rides. <laughs> six hour bus rides. Where? Oh man. I, I was living, uh, I was living up on, uh, Flamingo and Cimarron. And no, no, Flamingo and uh, Durango. And I had to take a three-hour bus ride down to my gym, three hours back, and then go work a fucking an overnight shift, wake up at six in the morning. I'd only sleep like five hours every day. Wake up six in the morning, go train again, come back, and then right back to it. It was a constant grind, man. For, for the longest time, like, it was like, I, I was doing it, and I was like super just, oh, fuck, man, I hate this, I hate this. But I was like, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. I love and it, man. I it love paid it. off, man. That's wild. Good for you, brother. Now, you're Thank obviously you. you're a great striker. Uh, Jiu-Jitsu, you're a blue belt, right? So yeah. is that the one thing that you have to work on is your, uh, is, is your uh, ground game? Um, honestly, man, I got my blue belt back when – I got my blue belt back when I was 4-1 as an Ami. So, like, I've, I've made a huge, huge improvement. Like, people look at my belt and they're like, oh, you're just a blue belt. Yeah, but I've been a blue belt for almost four years. Oh, so. you're not a blue belt. You're like a <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not a, brown, I'm not a blue brown belt. belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got easily. Got easily. It. Got it, got it, got it. I'm, I'm so excited for you, man. And now, where'd you meet that hot Filipino uh, girlfriend of yours? <laughs> uh, I met her on a dating app, actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you did. Yeah. Which one? Was it... Uh, 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 the Bumble, the high Bumble, class. Bumble, yeah, yeah, yeah. High Bumble. class one. They had, the they one had where the ladies make the move yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I would never be able to do Bumble. <laughs> I would have the most dormant profile in Bumble history. So, so Don Fry, you're a guy that you made it to the top. You were a UFC uh, champion, two-time champion. Any advice for this young up-and-coming uh, fighter? Yeah, keep working your ass off and get a prenup. <laughs> Wait, what? Another t-shirt right That's, there. There it is. Oh, Work your ass off and get a prenup. This is, he's Work just eating t-shirts all day. This is I gold. This that. is gold. That's Solid gold. I, I, that might become a t-shirt. That might Wait. be my next t-shirt right there. Why should you get a <laughs> oh, The girl obviously loves him. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. I mean, why should he get a prenup? Yeah, they all love us at beginning. You know that they all love us at beginning. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. I can agree with you, you on that. Hurt. I can. Mm-hmm. You get hurt. You can't make money anymore. So, are you able to, uh, Sherrod? Are you able to be a full-time fighter? Yes, I do. I fight full-time now. Nice. Yep. What, what, what were some of the jobs you did in Vegas? I heard you were like in the Thunder from Down Under and stuff like that. Yeah, man, I was doing Thunder Down Under. Um, like, yeah, no, no, I was doing a, a promotional modeling. I did a lot of uh, representing of brands like Microsoft, Samsung, um, Spotify, uh, Alienware. I did a lot of like, like big, big companies. I uh, worked a lot of shows, trade shows and stuff. So like I was making right, good right. money doing that. I was making really good money doing that, actually. And um, for the longest time, like, honestly, the the pandemic was best for me because of it forced me not to ha- not to be able to do that. It yeah. like took all that away from me. And I was like, oh, well, I, all I can do is train. I can train full time now. Like there's, I have no other choice. So, um, and, and like my coach was, he was getting mad at me a lot because if I would, I would go and I'd do these, these gigs for 30 days straight where I'm, I'm working 30 days out of the, out of the month. 
And, um, but I was making a, a bunch of money. I was making enough money where I could go and train for five months straight and not have to worry about my bills and stuff. But, um, but like, I would miss a lot of opportunities. I'd miss a lot of fights and a lot of my, that's why a lot of my fights came on short notice due to me, me like working so much. And, uh, he, I come in for like a week or so and he'd be like, all right, Hey, let's get you in there. Then let's get you in there. It's like, okay, let's, let's do it. So. Nice. Now, how do you deal with John Wood? Um, Hooking up with the whole gym. Uh, <laughs> luckily, luckily, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't dabble in any of that. I have a very, very stern rule. I don't mess with people that are at my workplace or that I work with. Wow, that's okay. smart. You're a smart I guy, man. I, I like everything that. you're saying. Yeah, you know, no, these, <laughs> this, this is good advice. They don't make great T-shirts, but it's very good advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so everybody, yeah. Tuesday night. Dana White Contender Series, ESPN Plus. Watch this kid. Who are you fighting against? I'm fighting Tucker Lutz. and Actually, another dude out of Maryland. All right. This is the Battle dude of Maryland. Of Maryland. Battle, Battle of Marylanders. Who's going to represent Maryland? This is for all the crab cakes. Okay. So and then I got Sadiq. Because Sadiq's in Maryland, too. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you. Where can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me at Sherrard underscore MMA on Instagram or at uh, Twitter on Sherrard uh, B. Or on Facebook, Sherrod Devontae Blackledge. Well, thank you so much, man. Good luck. Absolutely, brother. Thank you for having me. Anytime, brother. Anytime. Hell yeah. Good luck, brother. Good luck. I like that guy. Good dude. Good dude. Good dude. Uh, All right. So so let's talk about some of the – all right. So first of all, you guys – I think we need to – we got to work out the marketing percentages here on the (laughs) T-shirt. These things are going to go like hotcakes. I want to make sure Don gets paid. I want to make sure MMA Roasted gets a cut. Yes. Uh, you know, we got to find the right images. This is all, listen, this is a new venture for us. Of course, this I'm is in. happening. So uh, I don't know if you saw the video. So someone tried to rob John Jones, uh, which out of all the houses to try to rob, they went into John Jones's house. So John yeah. Jones posted the ring, the, the ring video. You see a guy sprinting out. Then you see John Jones with a shotgun hauling after this guy uh and that's all you saw i, I don't know if the guy is dead or buried somewhere <laughs> it did seem like john had a huge like he was gonna catch him within the next four seconds could you imagine like you go to like i'm gonna rob so why would you pick john jones's house to rob like how stupid do you have to be it looked like john well, and jones- also i love that john jones was like i'm not gonna fight this guy i'm gonna blow his fucking head off yeah <laughs> like, like I thought, I thought the video was gonna be him just absolutely whooping this guy's ass, not him just chase. I can chase the guy with a shotgun, you know. You're gonna see the same. Now I'm not gonna catch him on foot, but I can chase him with a shotgun. But like, it, it looked like John Jones though, like could not wait for this moment. Like he looked so happy running after this guy with a shotgun. Like yeah. he, you could tell that he was like he probably like sleeps with the shotgun, hoping somebody. Uh, comes to rob him. And I said, I, I wrote, like, this is the worst way to, you know, I'm like, this is one way to get rid of USADA. It's, you know, but, but man, <laughs> man. John, he, probably, was- he probably has all his jewelry, like, in a glass case facing the window. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to entice some dumb motherfucker <laughs> to come into his house, like a fucking jewelry store. Like, look at all this, guys. Huh? Oh. It, it was so funny. So Bellator, look, why, look, watching Bellator is like going down on a girl with a hairy vagina. Not my first choice, but I'm still going to do it. 
Um, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I watched I watched the 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 the, the last three fights. The main yeah. Um, that Musasi fight was weird. It, it seemed like uh, man, it seemed like Lima got discouraged. It looked like he hit the guy as hard as he could. Musasi didn't go anywhere, and Lima was like, "Ah, oh, shit, I'm in for a, a tough fight." Um, yeah. Especially the first round when he got taken down and beat up. But uh, that wasn't even his his weight class. Like he went up to fight him. I'm, I wasn't even sure why that was even happening. I guess they're making super fights without telling anybody. Uh, have you ever hit anybody as hard as you could, Don, and had them not go anywhere? No, I've been pretty damn lucky. You know, if I hit somebody, it had an effect on them. You know. Did anybody ever hit you, and then you and then you didn't go anywhere, and you saw it in their face, like, oh shit. Oh, yeah, a couple of times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who was that? Who did that to you? Oh, my, my ex-wife, for one. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I got to talk to you. What's up? Last week's in the books. It's, it's gone. But now is the time to review the tape and prepare for this week. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs. How cool is that? And if you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, it's underneath the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. And for everyone who's looking forward to this week's UFC 54, which is us, okay, be sure to check out DraftKings MMA Contest. How cool is that? UFC 254 with DraftKings. Here's your call to action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code ROASTED. For a limited time, new users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week seven action, okay? Enter code Roasted. They got a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code Roasted only at DraftKings. Make it rain. There's a minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Check it out. You know what we got to do? When all this, when we can actually go back out and do stuff, you know, like sort of like a kissing booth, we got to set up a punching booth and you just get to get, come up and get punched the fuck out by Don Fry. Oh, God. People probably sign up. You know, when we were in Japan, we were in Japan, there was this guy who um, had boxing headgear duct taped around his head out on the street and you could wail on him you know, for like five to 500 yen or something like that. You know, you take out your frustrations on him. Wow. There was a guy doing that in Vegas where you could kick him in the balls for like 20 bucks or something like that. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think he lasted very long, but there but, <laughs> was, it, but was, he went, was it Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, by the way, so Jake Hager fought, who uh, used to go by Jack Swagger in the WWE. Uh, he had a tough fight. You know, J- Jack Swagger, you know, I know people shit on the guy. He had a really good amateur wrestling thing. He beat Cain Velasquez at amateur wrestling. Uh, he went into MMA really late. Um, and I think that that, you know, has not helped. I think when you when you go into MMA that late, like mid-30s, 
with no striking background, it's a hard to catch up. And he fought a guy that actually stood up to him and they went toe to toe. He didn't look great on the feet, but he did show me a lot. He showed me that he's got a heart. Uh, so shout out to him. I know people were making fun of it, saying how bad he was, but look, it was like his third fight ever. His third fight ever in Bell and he's in Bellator and the guy only has a wrestling background. It, so I don't know. I, I give a lot of these guys that are pro wrestlers, anybody that goes into MMA from pro wrestling, I give them a lot of credit, even CM Punk. Because it's not easy to do. Because you know you get you get thrown to the wolves. He gave up a hell of a career and a hell of a payday to you know take a test. You know shit. I give him a lot of respect for the guy. Now I heard Don that you trained Brock Lesnar. Somebody asked me to ask you about the time you trained Brock Lesnar. Is this true? No, he came out uh, once as a as a favor. Of Brad Reagan's. Brad is the guy who got me into pro wrestling and he broke me into it. And uh, they're cousins or second cousins or something like that. So Brad had Brock come out, but Brock went to Phoenix first to see uh, a strength and conditioning coach he met, you know, then he turned out for the NFL and then he ended up. Uh, come down with uh, Mark Kerr and Mark Kerr is just a fucking disaster in life and uh, just <laughs> got in the way the whole fucking time. And I just be moron and got in the way and Brock was listening to him. So, you know, that was it. So you never actually trained with him? No, no, he just... We were a little bit of rolling around, you know, for just a cu- an hour or two. And then, like I said, uh, Kerr, Kerr was mumbling and fumbling around trying to interfere and show shit. And, we, were, you know, Brock, just, you know, take him and go. But did you, did, you, did you feel how strong Brock was? Was it one of those things where you're like, man, this guy could be amazing? No, nah, there's nothing, nothing I remember. No, I mean, I'm not, not trying to disrespect Brock. I mean, he's a hell of an athlete. He really is. And, you know, he, he's a, he's a monster, but no, nah, I mean, uh, I wrestled, uh, heavyweight in college. So, you know, I, I felt stronger, stronger, you know? So like, okay. Prime Dan Severn versus prime Brock Lesnar. Who wins? Dan Severn, Dan Severn, all the way, man, all the way. Dan Severn was a fucking monster, a fucking monster. And what happened, he ended up getting hurt, you know, every time there when it counted. And in 84, he was the alternate on the Olympic team in both Greco and freestyle, wow. you know. So, the one fight yeah, that's a hell of an accomplishment. You got, you got to ask me that. The one fight. What? I love Dan Severn. I got nothing but respect for Dan Severn. The one fight that looked a little fishy was him versus Shannon Rich. Was that was that a was that a fake fight? I don't know. I never saw. It. I never saw it because he was suplexing him. You know, he like he yeah. was like he was literally suplexing the guy. Yeah. What? Dan Severn's not going to expend um, unnecessary energy on somebody. Yeah, you know, he'll, I, he'll use just enough to be. 
Well, I, I, I asked him about that. I go, I asked him, he said, no, he goes, Chad and Rich, it was one of those guys that I could suplex. Like it was so easy that I was just fucking around with him. And when he said that, I go, that kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. So like sometimes like with wrestling, if you went up against a kid that didn't know anything and you were just trying stuff that you wouldn't necessarily try because you knew you were going to win. So. John Jones every fucking fight, you know, crime. he gets so far ahead of the guy, he, he makes shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, all right. So, the, so they're bringing back the ultimate fighter. They announced that. Uh, I'm happy about that because I think that that's really where you got to know people as people and not just as fighters. I think one of the, right. I think one of the things that's happening right now in MMA, in the UFC, in Bellator, they have so many fights and so many people. It's hard to really like get behind somebody because you don't know anything about them. Like you literally don't know who you're watching. Where in the Ultimate Fighter, yeah, they just run. Yeah, it's like kind of becoming like a it's a conveyor belt. It's a conveyor belt. It's a factory belt. Yeah, where the Ultimate Fighter, you really were like, oh, I could identify with that person or that person's backstory or this person's a complete psycho, but I kind of like them. You know, I mean, so and I, I remember talking to Dana White one time, telling me he had he had to go like they got in trouble because somebody jizzed in one of the sushi on the show <laughs> and he had to go in front of like the board and explain that it wasn't real jizz. It was like the weirdest court case. Like, like they were trying to take the show off the air because somebody jizzed in someone's sushi. Uh, you know, that's weird because you know, it's not a live program. <laughs> like, they could have just not had that in it. <laughs> there was another guy named Dave something who, who told another guy, I bet you can't knock me out. And the guy just knocked him out. And then he went, when he, when he woke up, he's like, you still can't knock me out. Like he didn't even know he had been knocked out. <laughs> like there were so many funny things that happened on that show. What are the, what are the best seasons of the ultimate fighter that you remember? Cause I really loved the Cody uh, TJ one. That was amazing. The all female one was amazing. Is there any particular seasons that stand out as like the best seasons? The, well, the one where they mixed the guys and girls, the first time they ever had one 35 pound women, uh, or 115 pound women was kind of fun, but cause it's cause I like worked on it when I was at Fox sports. Like, so I, I had to watch it over when they had Roxy and uh, Rowdy Beck and yeah. Angela Hill. And, um, but I don't know. I, I would say the one with, uh, as far as the coaches, any the ones with Tito Ortiz got really mad against Ken Shamrock was always funny. <laughs> um, the ones with like, where like Bisbing was fighting with Matt Hamill out of all people. Like like a deaf guy and Michael Bisbing, like a deaf fighter is the guy that Bisbing decides to like is a dickhead. You know, uh, Rashad Evans was like super cocky in the beginning. Uh, weren't you Rashad's coach, Don? No, no. Oh, I, think, I, I never even really met Rashad. No, I think that was Dan Severn. I think that was at, no. I think that was at Michigan State. Uh, the one with Koscheck, he came across terrible Koscheck, but he was like. Fun to hate. The one with Nate Diaz was funny. Uh, I mean, there were so many of them, um, you know, but uh, what, what, what were some of your favorite, Greg? I only really watched those early ones. Like, the, you, like Koscheck, when you said Koscheck, I was like, that's right. He yeah. was one of like, I mean, that was like season two, maybe season yeah. one or two. That was early on. And those are the, I only watched the first couple of seasons. And then after that, I kind of was like, I'll wait until they actually get, you know, to being actual fighters. But um 
so those early ones, I remember the Koscheck one, and he really, I, I remember I was looking forward to seeing him really into the UFC after that. The one with Mayhem was kind of fun, too. Uh, Rampage calling that guy titties the whole season. It was like, the, <laughs> it was the biggest bullying I've ever seen on television. I mean, he literally just called the guy titties for no reason. And everyone was like, <laughs> that guy still wants to fight. That's still, that guy still tweets out that he wants to fight Rampage to this day. That's going to be like, remember in Ace Ventura uh, with like Finkel, Ray Finkel? That guy yeah, yeah. Rampage shit everywhere, like in his house. Like he's that, yeah, that. Well, that's what happens when you fuck with reality TV. Reality TV fucks with you back, you know? I mean, that's just the way it goes. I mean, there was, I mean, the one with War Machine was crazy because I think it was like Mac Danzig was on, he was a vegan. And then they were, War Machine was like killing flies just to piss him off. Uh, like it was, <laughs> it was so sad. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, I mean it, was, it was crazy though. I mean, it's crazy though. Cause like, I remember when Dana like called somebody like the next Anderson Silva, you would always think this guy was the next something. Uh, I like the one with Kelvin Gastelum when he won the whole thing, he beat Uriah Hall in the finals and everyone thought Uriah Hall was like the great, they're going to murder him and Gastelum beat him. Uh, the ones with Junie Browning was pretty crazy. That guy was a fucking psycho. Uh, he was always drunk and like high and just causing crazy shit. I mean, there were there were a lot of really good there were a lot of really good episodes. But a guy we have right now, Henry Corrales, who fought in Bellator last week, is on the show. Uh, what a fight against Brandon Gertz. Somebody yeah. gave, one judge had a thirty twenty seven Gertz, which was like, huh? Yo, uh, but it was a good fight. Uh, I'm gonna have you start your video, Henry Corrales. Can you see me? All right. <laughs> By the way, there's some good fights this week. Oh, here he is. Henry, how are you, man? All right. What up? Thanks not, for having me. Not a mark on you, by the way. Holy shit. You had a war last week. All right. Uh, are you on Don Fry's Wi-Fi right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, people? The wait is finally over. Football is back. Look, you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off by wagering on win division, and championship futures today. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Oh. <laughs> all right. Yo, yo, uh, I, think, uh, I think we need to wait until he gets it's to a stationary location. All right, that was Henry Corrales, everybody. Henry Corrales, driving in. I knew you were going to blame I knew you were going to blame yeah, of course I'm going to blame you, 100%. Uh, all right, so this week, by the way, uh, before we get before Henry comes back, uh, Henry, are you kidding me? Dude, I'm fucking driving, my bad. No, don't worry, man. Don't worry, don't worry about actually looking at us. By the way, uh, congrats on your fight, man. Henry. Yeah, I can hear you. He crashed. Did, did Henry crash? Are you still, you're still here? You look great against Gertz, man. Fucking thank amazing. you, thank you. Uh, he, he hit you with some Yo. punches. Were you ever rocking that fight? I'm here. Uh, 
Were you ever rocked in that fight? <laughs> Henry, are you around? Henry? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I've seen everything. You know, All right, Henry, was, are uh, you around Thursday? No, no, I've seen everything. I, it was it was pretty. Uh... Hey, you want to do this interview on Thursday? Are you around? Yeah, Thursday? I'll be around Thursday. Let's see. You want to do Thursday? Yeah, let's do Thursday. But make sure you call me from a boat this time. <laughs> a boat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's do Thursday. All right, let's do Thursday. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Harry. That was Henry Corrales. Fucking killing it. I need 5G it. to come out sooner, dude. <laughs> I think he's on 2G. All right, so let's talk about uh, the fights this weekend. Uh, I don't it anymore. I'm the worst internet. Don, you're first of all, are you stealing Wi-Fi from your neighbor who lives three miles away? <laughs> Not even your next door neighbor three miles away. <laughs> he's got a he's no, he's got a he's got an, an antenna with yeah. foil wrapped around it taped to his phone. <laughs> Don, do you pay for Wi-Fi? I got one of those antennas Christmas tree. Dude, so Don calls me at like eleven o'clock going, Why aren't the podcast started? I go, I go, I knew that I go, Don. Turn you get to turn your clock back. It was daylight savings. Like I knew that was the today. <laughs> he goes, we don't have that here, you pussy. Like I'm, I'm a pussy for having daylight savings. Like uh, so anyway, Don. Uh, but by the way, do you pay for Wi-Fi, Don? For real? Absolutely, I do. You're damn right. I pay for everything in my life. All right. Now, uh, now, what company do you do you, uh, do you go through? You know what? That I don't fucking know. They just, I just said the money. I don't know who it is. <laughs> uh, it's, Greg, ex, it's, it's ex-wife Wi-Fi. Uh, 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 Greg Fry, how can we improve your Wi-Fi? Uh, well, the first thing we got to do is I got to take the Wi-Fi and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suplex the Wi-Fi. That's right. I'm going to pin it down and I'm going to say... You know, I'm gonna. First of all, you got to get a prenup for the Wi-Fi. Okay, it's too got close it. to Wi-Fi, so <laughs> you don't want to trust just any Wi-Fi to begin with. Got That's it. numero uno. Okay. One okay. way, baby. One way. Uh, uh, Greg Fry, do you want to fight again? Oh no! What are you talking about? I fight every day. I fight to get up. <laughs> I fight to. I fight to piss in a single stream. That actually lands in the toilet, and then I fight to get the the, the packaging open on the on the uh, the food for the cat. I gotta fight. I fight all the time. You piss in the toilet, you pussy. Like <laughs> <laughs> Don, where do you piss? I go outside. <laughs> <laughs> You piss in the toilet, you pussy. Oh my god. <laughs> you might be the last remaining man on the planet. Like like you might be the last guy. The last the last There's your last right there too. The Another last, one. The last real man. All right. So this week, Glover Teixeira is fighting Tiago Santos um in the UFC. I think Tiago Santos is gonna win. But Glover, yeah. he should, he should, should win. He's, I mean, but Glover Deshera has been on a roll lately. Uh, the guy just won't go away. Uh, he's, he seems to be getting better with age somehow. Uh, who do we like in this fight, Don Fry? 
Hey, Tiago, I've been watching Tiago for two decades now. You know? <laughs> and like you said, he's like, he gets better with age. No, I said Glover gets better. Glover Teixeira, not Tiago. Glover. Oh, fuck Glover. I haven't seen him have a good fight in two decades either. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, we dog, who do we like? Glover Teixeira or Tiago Santos? I like Tiago Santos, but I am curious to see how he fights coming off of the leg injury. I mean, a lot of people had him winning over John Jones in that fight, so that's debatable. But I think Tiago Santos, I think he should win this fight, but Glover has looked pretty decent. He's on a four-fight winning streak. He just beat Anthony Smith, Nikita Krylov, Ian Kutalaba, Carl Robert Robertson. So it's going to be a competitive fight. It's going to be a fun fight, but I think in the end, Tiago Santos wins via KO. Okay, uh, Greg? Yeah, no, Tiago Santos should win this fight, but Glover, he does. He, I mean, like you said, a four-fight win streak. It's, like, unfathomable. And every one of those fights, I thought he was going to lose. One thousand. I thought he was going to get in there, and the younger guy would, you know, have better energy and be able to take him. But somehow he, he, he big-brothered him and bullied him. So the guy's still hanging around. He's still got something. But on paper, Tiago Santos should win it and should win it pretty handily. Uh, also on this card, Andre Arlovsky, another guy who just keeps hanging in there. Yeah, these guys. It's like, just when you think they're gone, it's like, nope, here they come again. He's taking on Tanner Bozer, who's on a two-fight win streak, or maybe a bunch of fights, but two in the UFC. He's a guy that, like, is like a nice Canadian guy with, like, a beer gut, but somehow just knocks people the fuck out. Um, I think he's going to be too much, though. I think think Andre's going to win based on experience, based on... uh, I I think he's going to win for some reason. I think he's just going to... He seems Andre's this. He seems to do well against some of these UFC newcomers, um, and then he loses to the guys that you expect him to lose to. Uh, Don, have you ever have you ever trained or fought on the same card as Arlovsky? Don, are you still with us? Uh, Don, what? Hello. We need to call an ambulance. Don, I think he froze. Uh, hmm. <laughs> All right. Either that, uh, listen, he either froze digitally or he froze in real time. <laughs> and I hate to say it, both of them are possible. Don, you okay? Don, is everything all right? Uh, You're a high five guy on me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he left. I don't know. I don't know. Don probably left. All right. All right. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get him a Wi-Fi booster. I'm just gonna mail him a oh, Wi-Fi back. booster. He's back. He's back. He's back. Dude, Don Fry is this fucking trip. So, Don, have you ever fought Arlovsky or trained with him? No, no, never even met the guy. Uh, all right, who do you think is going to win, Tanner Bozer or Arlovsky in this one? I don't know anything about Bozer. Give me some background. Uh, Wean Dog. Well, he's 19, 6, and 1. He's coming off a two fight win streak. Uh, he has. 10 wins via KO, two by submission, yeah. seven by decision. Uh, he's only lost six times. One, he's only been knocked out once. Fight. Wait, did you say two fight win streak? Two fight win streak, dude. That's a lot in the heavyweight division. Yeah. Two fights, a win streak. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's not streak. an impressive streak, but it's a streak. <laughs> I mean, if I'm a fighter, I'll take that streak, you know? Streak. All right, so also on this card, Ian Heinish. This guy, okay, Don, here's a guy that was from Colorado, 
Uh, he was selling ecstasy. He was a state champ, two-time state champ uh, wrestler, selling ecstasy. He got busted, was looking at like three or four years in jail, fled to Europe, uh, then was living in uh, the Canary Islands, was got at, met, hooked up with some Colombians, was uh, funneling cocaine and balloons up his asshole to and from Colombia and back. <coughs> Uh, he was homeless uh, while, before that, uh, living on the beach. Then he got busted. He got sent to Rikers Island. Uh, he, 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 he knocked out a gang member. The gang member put a... Started up his ass. They, they put a, a stab... Uh, <laughs> they put a stabbing on site, an SOS on him. Uh, his mom put up her house. They bailed him out. Now he's in the UFC with a record of what, like 17 and three or something. He's 14 uh, and three. 14 and three. So he's fighting Brendan Allen who's on a seven fight win streak. Uh, uh, who do you want to win this Our fight? That's impressive. Yeah. 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 I'm fucked. I'll go with the uh, the bloom ass smuggler. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 the balloon ass Any, Anybody who can shove some ass, you know, hold it there. Going through customs, you know, you know they're tough. That's real, real toughness. I, I gotta agree. I'm going with balloon ass smuggler too. Uh, Greg Fry, have you ever had balloons up your ass? I haven't had balloons up my ass. I had uh, a, a shit that was shaped like a balloon animal. It came out looking like one of those, you know, would make it look like a poodle dog. That's what it looked like, but it was all shit. I promise. All shit. All shit. <laughs> all right. When the balloons. People rides in them, you know, with the basket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also on this card, Max Griffin is fighting. I love Max Griffin, a good dude. Uh, Darren Elkins, he needs a win badly. Uh, he was on a hot streak for a second. He's been losing a lot. Um, fighting a guy who's like 12 and 1. Uh, man, from, uh, from, from uh, Uruguay. Uh, Elkins is tough, though. They call him the damage. He was a state champ from Indiana, five-time state champ wrestler, but he, he needs this win badly. Uh, also, Claudia Gadella, who is a triplet from Brazil, smoking hot, has an OnlyFans account. I haven't checked it out, but I know she has one. She's fighting Zian Yan, X-I-A-N Yan, who's 12-1 and from China, has not lost since 2010. Um, yeah, that's uh, going to be a big wow. test. For yeah, but usually when they come over here, those records kind of become, you know, they aren't as important. Usually when they, you know, come all the way across, they don't look so good when they get here. I don't know if it's a travel thing. I don't know. If Wait. It's a, a... What? Wait, time out. She's only fought 10 times in 10 years. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's a spin <laughs> Also, Thursday night uh, in Bellator, Melvin Manhoop is taking on Corey Anderson. Corey's making his Bellator debut. Uh, I think he beats Melvin Manhoop. He's got. Bye, Corey. Bye, Corey. You said, you said bye, Corey? Mel Melvin's a fucking animal. Melvin is a fucking animal, man. I used to watch him fight in pride, just a fucking machine. Yeah, but you don't. A oh, wow. killing machine. Yeah, but you don't. No. A little long in the tooth. Hey, baby, you see this guy kick? This guy's an animal. I don't care how long his tooth is. I don't care he don't have any teeth. The guy's a kick. 
There it is. <laughs> Don, what do you do the rest of the day? I, 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 we got to follow you around all day, man. We got to. We, really? This is the, you're the best reality show in the world. Ever, right? Like, yeah. Ever. <laughs> Fuck. I, I sit around. I sit around for a week waiting for this fucking phone call. <laughs> Just chain smoking cigars all day long, watching it's Fox a good News. Life. No, he's talking. Oh. All right. So prediction: the election tonight. All right. Prediction: uh, without getting into a uh, huge fight, who's gonna win tonight? Uh, Joe. I think Donald Trump, Trump, Trump wins. Trump, Trump, I think Trump. he wins with over 300 electoral, electoral college votes. I right. think all he needs to do is win Pennsylvania, and that's it. It's yeah. going to be a wrap. Uh, Don Fry, who wins tonight? Donald Trump, baby, yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Wilson? Uh, I think Biden wins in a historic landslide. Wow. I Unfortunately, I think... <laughs> It doesn't. I don't know. I, I still don't know who's going to win. It seems like it's going to be kind of the Pennsylvania, and they said that's not going to come to the middle of the week, right? That now we'll have to wait till like Friday to figure out who wins. Is that what's going to happen, or Thursday? It's possible. It's, it's yeah, possible. I mean, that's what they're saying. It's I possible. think Trump is going to say he won by the end of the night. He's going to come out and say he won, and the Dem the Democrats are going to come out and say, "Wait a minute, we still have to count all these mail-in votes." And then there's going to be this big battle between the left and the right. Like a civil war saying, well, we won. It's not constitutional to count these votes. And votes. Can't Trump just be the There's going to be more mail-in votes for our people in the United States. Now, Don, are you going to vote in person or do you mail it in? Oh, I, I go vote in person. I don't trust. I don't trust the goddamn Democrats at all, boy. <laughs> and I'm going to take a photo. And I'm going to take a photo of my fucking sheet. All Just right. verifiable proof. Well, well, you better get going because today should. is the day. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I hope you're not waiting to do this. I hope you're not. You need to, you know, as soon as we're done here, I mean, go, go cast your vote. You know, I, I'm with you though. I voted, in, I voted in person. I put the, did the machine and everything. I was like, I'm not mailing nothing in. I'm like, they're counting this vote. Don, if you were running for president, uh, I think you'd get a lot of votes. I honestly do. Right? Do you think Don Fry would, would would be a better? Yeah. By the way, I think so too. I think all the men, all the men would vote for me, and all, all the real men and all the real women. Right. Right. By the way, Tito Ortiz is also on the ballot today in Huntington Beach. Uh, so good luck, Tito. Uh, <laughs> Tito Ortiz. Good luck, Tito. What's he on? What's he on the ballot for? He's running for porn inspector. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe his head. I like that job. Out. No, he really, he has a billboard. Like he like legit is running for council, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Huntington Beach Council. Uh, city councilman. And I think people, oh, actually, he actually, like, I, he, I don't know if he's going to win, but he's got a pretty decent campaign. I see a lot of people actually wearing Tito stuff. So, uh, yeah, Tito Ortiz. That would be hilarious, by the way, if you won. Uh, that would oh, be hilarious. Got, he's got a billboard the size of his head, or yeah. they had his head size. Of <laughs> <laughs> I think they're both. I think they're both true. Yeah, I think they're both true. Well, listen, this was our podcast. Uh, thank you, Dom Fry. You are a legend. Uh, thank you, Greg uh, Henry Corrales. I'll talk to you Thursday. 
Uh, thank you to Sharar uh, Blackledge. Good luck. Wayne Dog, you're the best. Take care. Thanks. Stay safe, guys. Peace. See you guys.